Good day, and thank you for listening again. Certainly appreciate it. And I'm going to start this episode with a glorious announcement. My eldest child will be graduating from high school a week from today. I'm recording this on Sunday. A week from today will be his graduation date. I may even be more excited than he is and beyond proud of him. As I was thinking about where he is in life, memory of the days leading up to my high school graduation rose to the surface. In essence, I was a jerk. Some would go a little bit further and say, based on what I'm about to tell you, are the actions of a complete, total asshole. I'm not afraid to use a little profanity here. The story begins around my April vacation of 1989. I was a senior in high school, 18 years old, and I knew there was a young lady in my class who was crushing on me most of the school year. My feelings for her were warm and cold. I never did motivate myself to provide her the type of relationship she truly deserved. During April vacation, there were a couple of unsupervised parties that involved underage drinking and debauchery, which I certainly don't encourage. We learn from our mistakes. Without going into any details whatsoever, I will say there was an amount of physical intimacy between her and I during both of these parties. At the time, I was afraid she might have developed the wrong idea about us potentially being in a relationship, as it really wasn't something I wanted. With this... uh, Quite probably unfounded fear, I didn't know what she wanted, I decided to do nothing about it. I didn't discuss anything with her that related to her and I, and simply hoped the whole thing, the experience, would simply go away. The day after April vacation, she approached me in the hallway and asked me if I wanted to march with her during graduation. As I was trying to hide my shame and and fear, I simply answered, I will think about it. Instead of getting back to her and providing a yes or no answer, guess what I did? The same very day she asked me to march with her, I immediately sought out another person to march with me. This, in my mind, solved the problem, and I felt relieved. Luckily, this other person did say yes. I caught her by surprise, I think. I did tell, did I tell her that I was now marching with somebody else? <laughs> Heck no! She'd figure it out on her own, one way or another. She later talked with another classmate who happened to be the best-looking and one of the smartest Uh, guys in our class about the possibility of marching together and he he had the level of maturity I did not possess at that time they marched together as they both recognized how important their success in school 
was and celebrated in this way as friends. Both of these individuals went on to very went on to very prestigious schools and today have very successful careers. Looking back on this situation, I am surprised this person talked to me after all of this. What a spineless freaking dill hole I was. No one deserves the dismissive actions I showed to her. What I failed to acknowledge is that this person had feelings, and I truly only cared about my own in this situation. I didn't have the gumption to say no when she asked me to march. I should have felt honored that she asked me, as she showed far more, far more grace than I did in this situation. I do recognize now that I was immature, and I don't beat myself up over the mistakes I made in the past. However, there was a time in my life where I did just that, and it often caused me to go into a downward spiral of emotional agony. The fact of the matter is, I was miserable. I was incredibly depressed and didn't know how to properly express how depressed I was. Now, I'm not using this as an excuse. Back then, perhaps it was the times or something I placed upon myself, there seemed to be this prevalent attitude that if you expressed you were sad, depressed, uh, that it was a sign of weakness, you would either, one, be considered crazy and people would ostracize you, or two, which is more like the adults around uh, would be quick to dismiss you and tell stories about people who have it worse off than you. Do I need to take you to the burn unit at the hospital? Yeah, you think you have it bad. And by doing this, they weren't—they weren't only failing to acknowledge my feelings. Uh, they're, ba- you know, basically, you know, I'm being called selfish for feeling this way, feeling depressed as. You know, constantly pointing out the fact that many have it worse off than I do. I have my health. I have a house over my head. I have food to eat. I'm about to graduate high school, for goodness sake. Going to college. What the hell do you have to be upset about? Now I know what you're thinking. Matt, just because you were depressed doesn't excuse you for being a dink to someone like I was in this case. And yes... You're absolutely correct in your more than fair analysis. I mentioned this because I didn't know how to best process my feelings, quite frankly. Of course, the correct action would have been to talk to her and be honest about how I was feeling. And shit, I still could have marched with her. Doesn't mean we're going to get married. We're marching to celebrate a success and we've known each other. And I regret to this day just not talking to her about it. It seems simple enough. However, my adolescent mind was focused on how to make myself feel better in the moment. This was selfish. Selfish that I didn't take her feelings into consideration. I wish I could say that this was the last time I did something like this. 
As I entered my freshman year of college, I avoided at least a couple other uh, young ladies whom I led on. Usually these were instances that involved alcohol and teenage hormones. Again, I refused to deal with the issues head-on and hoped to simply move on to the next young lady who would be non-resistant to my ever-present magical charm. Well, let me say I was on the receiving end of similar behavior that same year. This involved a young lady who I truly thought I connected with. She was attractive in a semi-nerdy way. To this day, I'm really, really attracted to just these semi-nerdy women that have confidence. And there's something just really sexy about that. And was, uh, yeah, so she was attractive in a semi-nerdy way and was easy for me to talk to. She would come by my dorm room and ask if I'd like to join her at a party or just simply talk in her room. Her interest lasted for a few days, and before you know it, a Thursday night dorm party happened. This was a building-wide dorm party. All floors, all wings. Underage drinking and debauchery abound. I remember we walked together hand in hand to the various rooms, and I truly believed we were connecting. At the end of the night, we ended up getting into our cozy clothes and sleeping on the floor of somebody's room. It was kind of like a slumber party. I remember her patting the floor next to her and saying to me, You can lay beside me if you would like. Which I uh, was hoping she would invite me to do something like that. And it was, yeah. So, yeah, I certainly made that move. I laid down beside her. A little time goes on, and we kiss. It was one of those kisses an individual will never forget. And passion isn't the word to describe this kiss. Sweet is more like it. A kiss you know you'll write about 33 years after the fact, which I am doing now. Hard to believe it's been that long. What added to this being so meaningful was that I looked into her eyes, which people that know me and know me well know that this is really, really difficult for me to do, even to this day. And I typically can only do it when I truly, fully, completely trust someone. And as I'm looking, as I was looking in her eyes, she said, this is me, not the drunk me. I feel this is real. And I told her I felt the same way. The next morning, I woke up as she was still asleep. Her arm was so gently draped over me. I went back to my room, got ready for class. I was feeling so blissful, like everything just felt so right in the air. I truly believe I had a girlfriend now, and that this would truly develop into my first experience of really, really being in love. I finished my school day in the afternoon. 
I went to her dorm room door and knocked, and no answer, appearing uh, that she was nowhere to be found. And I didn't think much of this. I'm like, eh, oh, well. I just simply went to the cafeteria with some friends uh, for dinner. I gave it a little more time, and later that night, I went back to her room, and she was there. She was holding a can of ginger ale and proceeded to tell me how sick she was all day, throwing up multiple times, not getting out of bed until the late afternoon. I could also sense she didn't really have much to say to me. There was a feeling that of regret in the air, sadness. Something just felt off. The weekend went by, and I went to her room one, maybe two more times, and uh, either she had something that she had to do, or she just didn't have much to say. She just seemed so distant. Finally, she stated how uh, she hated it here on campus, and that she was making plans to leave for good. Come to find out, she had a boyfriend back home and wanted to be closer to him. She was homesick, mainly because she missed him, and it became apparent that the actions with me made her feel guilt and just bad. It took me until Monday afternoon to accept the fact that whatever budding relationship I believe we had going was truly done. I cried, called my oldest sister and my roommate, who my roommate I had known less than a month at this point, uh, and he didn't know how to console me. He was young, and um, he tried to. I do remember he tried to. He was kind. He just didn't know how. But Looking back on it, just him asking uh, if, and just asking if I was okay and stating that he was there to listen was enough. Surprising how understanding people have probably always been in my life, my peer group anyway. My peer group has always been understanding. What a horrible person this young lady was for putting me through such an experience, right? Ha! Well, looking back on it now, karma is indeed the B-word. This particular young lady was not a horrible person. She was unhappy with where she was as huge transitions in her life were taking place. All of us were in our first month of being far from home, and we're also still kids just trying to figure life out. Living your entire life at home at that point, and all of a sudden being thrown into these tiny rooms with kids, in many cases far, far away, and really, you don't have a lot of adult guidance at that point, and it's just you try, just so many things are floating in the air. And I didn't have, and many of us didn't have, coping strategies to deal with homesickness and how to structure our lives so we could simply just go to class.
And the problem really was, I mean, adding to this was most of us fail to acknowledge the magnitude of these sudden changes in our lives. This is where alcohol and instant gratification was a way to cope with our ever-changing lives. Instant gratification. Feeling good at the moment. That was all I knew, and I'm sure that is, it was the feeling of many of my peers. As I am older, I do cope better with sad feelings, and it's healthy. It's healthy for me to admit the fact that I have lived with depression my entire life. I also know it feels better to me to do the right thing when I don't feel a romantic connection. In my experiences with dating, I have been ghosted, stood up, and dealt with a couple of individuals, instances, who have shown interest, but later break things off with just a simple text. Do I get crushed by these experiences? Heck no. I get upset if someone is dishonest and or doesn't provide a proper closure. And actually, a simple text, hey, that's closure. At least I know where they're coming from. That's all they have to do. I mean, especially if I don't know them that well. If I knew you for months or years and we had some sort of connection, then you sent me a text saying, you know what, this isn't working. Uh, Good luck with life, though. See ya. You know, then I'd be a little upset. In fact, uh, I mean, I'm more than grateful when someone is honest and states that they don't feel a romantic connection with me. And in fact, I've developed some really good friendships this way. And thank you. I mean, honesty does go a long ways. And I mean, friendships, you know, some close bonds can happen through honesty, certainly. Also, I don't beat myself up for the mistakes that I've made in the past. We all make them and have acted selfishly in our youth. By and large, we have grown, almost without exception. It takes courage and maturity to admit we have wronged others. It takes integrity Integrity to know how properly to be honest with others and yourself when feelings aren't mutual. And once again, I thank you for listening to these relationship dating podcasts. It's helpful for me to share what I have gone through, what I'm currently going through, and what I'm currently going through. I sometimes worry, well, what's going to happen if when I do actually get into a serious relationship? Am I still going to be talking about my uh, experiences of being single as a Gen X, just over 50 guy? Yeah, who knows? Who knows what the future will bring? I do hope to do more musical review shows movie review shows and just offbeat fireside radio shows with stout and the other types of shows i just mentioned you know the co-host of those that i invite in uh sandy uh eric and uh, if you're interested in co-hosting or being on my show let me know If you have any questions or if you have any thoughts about what I say on here, uh, please share. Some people don't agree with me, and they'll share that. And then that actually provides a little bit of a seed for a future episode. 
Uh, this happens on a weekly, sometimes daily basis. Someone will respond about, hey, I disagree with that. Have you ever thought about this? And then I discover more about myself. And I love to ponder about these issues we have as we get older. We are good people. We are very good people. And I love you all, and I thank you for listening. Keep in touch, all that wonderful stuff. And I will record another one of these next week. And if you would like have any questions you'd like me to answer, send them my way, and I will get them on to the show. Thank you all. <laughs>